Welcome to this podcast of Did She Really Say That? This is where we're breaking barriers and redesigning the entire business for female entrepreneurships. Entrepreneurship for entrepre- female entrepreneurs. I yeah. really know what I'm doing here on this podcast. I just <laughs> Words are hard. It's okay. I get it. I do the and same thing. Just getting started. Um, <laughs> have more coffee. <laughs> Done. They gave me coffee this morning. Oh, Lord. This That's is a danger zone. Yeah, we're in a danger zone. We're in a danger zone. <laughs> All right. Well, my name is Chef Katrina. I am a former Disney chef. That's why I'm called Chef Katrina. I left that industry about 10 years ago. Um, I've been an online entrepreneur and business um, owner for the last 15 years. And I really enjoyed working with uh, digital marketing, teaching people how to put together their business, course creation, all of that. It's been kind of my pride and joy over the last 15 years. I love educating. I love training. So I am one of the co-founders of Truth Mom Academy, and what we do is we teach women how to be a woman in business. Um, my gifts I bring in are systems, processes, and really finding technology that is simple to work with. So I'm excited because I'm joined by my other co-founders and besties friends as ever to do business with. Here yeah, best business to- partners ever. ever. <laughs> best <laughs> ever. <laughs> Uh, my name is Heidi Muma, and I homeschooled my kids for the past 17 plus years, plus also owning um, different businesses throughout those years. And um, one of my one of the things that I do bring to Truth Bomb Academy is um, is keeping um, track of the finances and the financial education around that and also the event planning, which is my super fun thing to do. <laughs> we love that you love planning events, too. I you love no it. idea. No, I, I love showing up to events, but I don't like planning them. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> and I'm Karen Angeli. I'm also one of the co-founders here. Yay us. Um, and I, I like to bring the fun. I'm not going to lie to you. Literally like that is, that is what I want to do in my life. I just want to bring more fun. I've been a business owner for about nine years now. And, um, I realized, uh, probably about three years ago that, I wasn't bringing the fun in my business and I was tired of it. So it was time to figure out a little bit about me, a little bit about my mind. And um, as I continued to dive into my own mind, I went, oh, other people need to know what I did to, well, I guess, I guess I could say unfuck myself because yeah. that's really where I was. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely unfuck yourself in a lot of ways. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Thank God Heidi's got earbuds in, okay? Because oh yeah, oh gosh, little ones running we have around. Little ears. Yeah. My, my language will be a little cleaner during this. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, but it's so interesting. You pointed out fun, right, Karen? You said, "Hey, we want to do fun," and the three of us have always said we want to make this business fun. And I remember I've brought this up to a couple of different business mentors over the years. I said, "I just want to make this fun again," and they're like, "You can't have fun. This is business. You need to be." Right? professional oh my god you need to be professional you have to look a certain way you have to stand a certain super way you have to pose a certain way and i'm like ah that feels were they trying to chase us out of business yeah that's what it feels like honestly (laughs) i was like maybe telling us that they were really trying to get rid of us maybe we just didn't get the message (laughs) good point Well, but I did get the message early on in my business. I was like, oh yeah, my business has to be all work, no fun. And like you work hard and then you play later. And I was like dying. 
Yeah. I did get that message and I was like, I don't want to live like this anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember being in workshops and being told, well, you're just going to work hard now and then you'll have the rest of the time to play with your kids. No. You know, once you do, I mean, I seriously, this is what they would say. They would I say, know. Well, they're so young. They're not going to remember that you're working. So this is their time where you just put in the most time, most effort so that you can spend the rest of the time with them. Oh. I'm just cringing. They won't know who you are by that time. You won't know who you are by that time either. You won't and your kids won't. Oh. <laughs> like that's the piece of it that makes me sad. Like I didn't know who I was at a certain point yeah. because I had morphed so much into what my mentors told me I needed to be that it was like, I can't do this anymore. This isn't, this isn't how I want to build a business. And when I first heard from somebody, you should be having fun. If you're not having fun building your business, you're doing it wrong. I was like, oh, okay. Like, duh. Like, what? What? Why aren't we? Why aren't we screaming this from the mountaintops? Because it really should be something that you're enjoying, or you're not going to continue doing it. Yeah. They, they ask us what we're going to sacrifice, oh, and it's yeah. like, and it's like, so if you're if you're having fun, you're obviously not sacrificing enough. Yeah. Yeah, that seems counterintuitive. At least that was the message I got. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's interesting because I think sometimes they, they feel like they're creating many female versions of themselves. Like that's kind of what it, it feels like. Like I just was just given their information, their system to do it and was told, well, you do the same thing and you'll have what I have, right? Yeah. But then I was just putting on this cloak, <laughs> this this outfit of this masculine business method and it was no fun in there. There was like, here's A, here's Z. This is what you do in the middle to get to it. And don't worry about anything else that's going on in your life because this is how you focus. And I'm like, but women don't focus that way. I can't, love, we can have tangents. Have you guys not listened to our podcast so far? <laughs> Literally. We'll start a lot of tangents and end up veering like 60 different degrees in the process, right? But <laughs> That's where and I have yet to meet a female entrepreneur that's like, yeah, I'm focused. And then the phone rings or the kids cry or the laundry needs to be done or there's now vacuuming or they realize they have some, like, I have yet to meet a female entrepreneur that doesn't get feel like they're getting pulled in 40 different directions. Yeah. And then they're told to focus. Ah, I have ADD. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder why we have ADD. Oh my Call God. Away. <laughs> no coffee no coffee no, no coffee. oh yeah they did give me coffee did anybody <laughs> say that is it hot in here oh maybe it's the lights i don't know <laughs> oh my god so we, we were totally in love with this idea of business and i have you know i've worked a lot of the systems honestly i've worked uh i had the restaurant system that i was given to build a restaurant um, it worked. There was a lot of holes in my education to be so honest though. There were things I didn't know that I couldn't have even known how to ask for it because I was that mm -hmm. ignorant to the information, right? Sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. You have no clue what you're, what you got yourself into. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't even know where to go for the resource. Like there wasn't a whole bunch of like restaurant owners that were willing to, you know, I could sit down with after hours and talk about what was going on in the business or before hours, right? Like that, I didn't know of a place to go for that information. And then when I got into the world of online marketing, you know, I found some great communities. I think the communities are phenomenal. Absolutely. Honestly, the I, communities I think the make everything. 
Oh yeah. The community was like one of the biggest reasons I think I even survived mm. in this world because I had to either learn help or ask questions yeah. and learn to get on my own way in that process because there were things I didn't know. And I realized over the years, I don't know if either one of you have experienced this. I mean, I said, there's never a dumb answer, a dumb question. Like you, I'm like, I got a dumb question. Mm -hmm. There's never a dumb question or a stupid question. There's just an answer you don't know. Right. And at some point I didn't know that information either. Mm -hmm. Most of the time I didn't know that information. I had to learn it as I went. Holy crap. Talk about food bars and mess ups all over the place. Mm hmm all over the place <laughs> but I love when people ask those questions because then it leads you down the path that it's like wow we really do need to figure this out and it's just like and sometimes it's like the question's like I never even thought about that but it really does impact this and it's just like so I love that the community brings up those different conversations that you yeah. wouldn't necessarily encounter just on your own yeah. And I love that in our Truth Bomb Academy, because I know we've experienced it with some of the, the members that are in there and they always ask really great questions. We're like, mm -hmm. oh, mm -hmm. that's a really good question. I know even for you, Karen, you're like, why are they asking that question? Like, I feel like mm -hmm. this is this they at the point where they're at in their business, they should have had the answer. Mm -hmm. And yet the way they're asking the question made us think, did we miss something? Did like we missed something. Yeah. Are we are we are we missing something in what we're saying? And how do we say it differently or better? I know, I know there was a question that was asked this week in our time magic that we have on Saturdays. And afterwards, I had to, I had to have a conversation with my husband because my husband, he meditates with me. Um, and the thing about meditation is unless you do it consistently, you don't know how it like unravels your brain, all the thoughts that are going on in your brain, all of the like wild tangents that you're going on in your brain, like it helps unravel those things. And one person asked a question that it was like, I know how to answer this if you meditate, but if you don't meditate, this is very difficult for me to answer. And I had to have this conversation with my husband to be like, how do I break it down mm. for somebody that's bra her, her brain is all over the place. Yep. And she like, like putting fingers on what to do next and where to go next. And, and it was like, how do I answer that question? And so I have to look at myself all the time. Whenever we have these kind of questions, I look at myself all the time and I go, how can I how can I better myself so that I can help somebody that's in a situation that I've been in myself as well? Because I've been in I've been in that situation before where I've had similar questions. And it's like what I did to help unravel my brain was truly meditation. But somebody that's not there yet with meditation, how do I walk them up to the point where it's like, okay, this is my next step, or maybe journaling is my next step, or whatever you need to do to unravel your brain. For me, it's always going to be meditation, but I realize that there are people out there that are like, that's not for me, I'm never doing that, and that's okay. So it's like getting you to the point where it's like finding the thing that can help unravel your brain. Yeah. Getting you to that point, and not, not necessarily that I'm making you do it a certain way or whatever, but you kind of discover it on your own. So I'm always looking when we're, when we get questions like that, how can I help somebody in the process of self, self-discovery? Yeah. Because self-discovery is truly the only way that somebody is going to 
figure it out for themselves because you could have the best mentor in the world that's like telling you all the right things to do, all the right things to think, all the right things to whatever. But if you haven't gone on the path of self-discovery for yourself, it's never going to land ever. And so I'm always like, how can I help somebody on the process of self-discovery? How can I continue to move them forward in that process? I'm always asking myself that question. And when I answer people's questions, I'm like, ooh, I didn't quite hit that point. And I might need to go back to it later. I might need to like figure out how can I interweave this into um, our training and what we're doing inside of Truth Bomb so that I can help somebody to unfuck themselves and really have them go through the process of self-discovery so that it actually sticks. Because if I tell you something, it's going to go in one ear and out the other. But when you discover something, that's going to stay forever. Yeah. It's their discovery of themselves. Like it's their blind spots. Right. Yeah. Um, I heard something yesterday. I was watching a show and they said, you know, self-discovery is the life's journey Mm. and life is what happens in between. Yes. I love that. Right. And so it really is your self-discovery and there's a lot of different things out there. And I think we get caught up so many times in the uh, the coaching world, because that's really big right now. Everybody yeah. wants to be a coach. Everybody wants to be a, a life coach, <laughs> a mental wellness coach, a something coach. And I'm not bashing it at all. And I'm just like, there are so many of us that want to help other individuals, right? And sometimes as a coach, the best work you can do is on yourself as you're helping your clients. So if you're not continuing to do your self-help and you're not going to trainings and seminars to continue going through it for yourself, you you're not the therapist like life coaches are not therapists and you have to know your boundaries and your barriers right you have to know who's in your network and when you work with a client and you're like this is a beyond in my computation and this is I'm here to help them with this and we went down this path and I cannot like I have to hand this off to somebody that makes sure that you don't leave them in a bad place because that's the worst thing you can do with a coach is, is work with somebody and then leave them in a space where they can't get out of it and you have made it a worse experience for them right so and we so, so that's one of the things around for me collaboration and networking like mm-hmm. who's in your network it can't be just a you business it has to be an us business mm-hmm. because there's too many facets to the human being for you to say that you can do it all for one person right like you can be a piece of this but you have to recognize you're part of a bigger picture for that right and that's what I love about our partnership is that we all have different strengths that we can all play into like I'm not even going to sit here and like say that I know everything about finances and I don't even think Heidi would say she knows everything about finances (laughs) but she knows a lot more than I do because she went to school for it she knows Mm -hmm. a lot about it and so it's like okay I'm gonna lean into her when it's like when that question comes up of, well, what are we going to do with this finance? I'm going to lean into her expertise. Yes, I'm going to do my own research. Yes, I'm going to do some understanding around it, but I'm also going to lean into her expertise. And same with Katrina. Like that's what I love about our partnership. We can all kind of lean on each other and, and look at, well, what are your strengths and how can I, how can I support you as you're doing what is lighting you up? And that's the beautiful thing about being in a community like Truth Bomb is you can connect with other females in that way. They don't have to be your business partner. 
you can actually connect with them and have conversations with them. And I know what I'm going to go back to time magic again that we had this week. There was a situation that happened where one of our members was like, I want to support you in what you're doing to another member. And I would love to hear what happens next week, next Saturday. Let me know what happens with what you're doing. Like there, that's the collaboration, the support that no, like community, especially as an entrepreneur is probably the most important thing. And we miss it a lot of times. I know for me, I started out in network marketing. The beautiful thing about network marketing, if you're on the right team anyways, the beautiful thing is you have a built-in community. You yep. have a built-in network. You literally have people. I literally had people that I could call at all hours of the day and be like, I'm struggling or how can I support you or like whatever needed to go on in the business. And that was the, that was the glue that kept it all together, that kept me going because I knew <clears throat> I had people that would back me up if I needed it. It's just a beautiful thing when you, when you do have that community with other people and women need it. Yeah. You could even see that we were at a female business expo this weekend. Um, and you know, what was super amazing was that we were, it was the women and what they were building. Um, I kind of made it my purpose to go around and just chat with the women. And my first question for them is like, what, how'd you start this business? Mm. Cause that was my first thing. It wasn't necessarily what they were selling. Cause that's like a byproduct of whatever it is that had them get started. Right. Mm. And a lot of them, I thought it was beautiful. They're like, I'm doing this because this is something my mother did. Mm. Right. This is something that she did. And I just want to mm. honor her. So I've kind of picked it up and I'm now running it with on, on my own. And I just, I, I mean, I heard that so many times, I think three out of the seven women I talked to that I was really kind of intentional. They said that the other ones that were two that were teachers. And so they started their business because they were tired of the school system. They mm -hmm. were tired of teaching things that weren't moving kids forward. And they were really focused on the kids. They're like, we want to give kids a better a better education than what they're getting in schools to really make sure that they can achieve what they want in their lives and in their business. And they're not just being book fed, right? Yeah. So I thought it was interesting that it was either children motivated, mother motivated, <laughs> right? It wasn't the money motivation. It was literally a tie into their community. Um, when we started talking about like charities, like everybody was gung-ho about the charities, the fact mm -hmm. that we were, you know, giving back the way that we helped other women. So it's really interesting. These are things I think at the heart that tie women together is that we are motivated by our family for sure. Children for sure, right? Like they are, we know that they're the future. We talk about that all the time. And then how do you build a business that fits into that, that really creates that heart centeredness around that? Like that was a big thing, but I thought it was just really interesting that every time I asked that question, it was either around their mom or around their children <laughs> or mm -hmm. somebody else's kids. Like I thought that was a really interesting to ask that question. And that was the, the primary responses I got. Hmm. Which, yeah. which is interesting um, because the question is, well, are you doing it for you? That's my question. Like, are you building your business because it lights you up or are you building your business for someone else? These are questions I had to ask myself when I looked at my business and how I was doing it and what I was doing was, is, yeah. is, is this for me? 
And a lot of times the answer was yes. The last business that I was in, I enjoyed immensely, but I knew that what I was talking about, it didn't have the same purpose. Because mm -hmm. for me, I, I want to have that deep conversation with people. I always have. Like, if you ever have a conversation with me, I'm not really a surface level kind of person. I want to ask the hard questions, especially if I know you can handle it. I want to yeah. know, I want to know a little bit more about you and what makes you tick. Mm. And so for me, I was building a, um, it, it was video marketing unicorn. It was all about teaching you social media. And I love, I love teaching. I love social media. I love figuring out the ins and outs of it and what's going what's gonna to work, what's not going to work. I love testing things. It's just, that's just fun to me. But it wasn't on a deep level. Mm. Now I can talk about like my process of how I got to where I was in my business where I was just completely exhausted and what I did and some of my crazy wild experiences that I've had with meditation and um where i've gone with it and what's happened in my brain and kind of like leading people on that journey of self-discovery that to me is way more fun that to me means something more than teaching somebody an algorithm or how people work on social media or whatever that to me means more and so that that was a question I had to ask myself. And that was something that was brought up to me by a mentor. She said, you really love your business. I can tell you love your business, but there's something else you're missing. And she was like, you really want to talk about this, the process of self-discovery. You want to talk about how to get people back into the present moment. You want to talk about meditation. You want to talk about mindfulness. You want to talk about all the stuff that actually matters in life yeah. and getting present back to yourself and what that actually could mean for you and not your family and not other people, but for you and how you can actually change everyone else's life around you simply by changing what's going on inside of you. Mm. And that, yes, 100%. And that's the reason that I love what we're doing at Truth Bomb because from day one, Katrina, you were like, okay, let's talk about this. And I'm like, awesome. Cause that's what I, that's literally like, that's what matters to me. That's the piece of the puzzle that makes the most sense. And that's the, I feel like that's one of the biggest reasons that we called this. Did she really say that? Because we're really going to say things that are counter to what you've probably heard when it comes to business, where you're literally going to be like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Who has fun in business? I do. <laughs> I enjoy the process because I literally went on the process of self-discovery to say what actually lights me up. Mm -hmm. What actually makes me, me feel good? Not my mom, not my parents, not my brother, not my husband, not my fur babies. What makes me happy? Mm. Yeah. And I, as yeah. a result, it overflows. Mm -hmm. So many of us start out. Like, I think because like, we want to stay home with our kids. We want to, so there's an outside motivation to yeah. like, that gets you started and looking and, <clears throat> and so often we fall into things like network marketing is just so it's because it's in your face all the time. It's sure. just like, and, <laughs> and it's like, and so it's like people fall into that, but then it's like, if you actually want to 
to I mean, to grow that business that is yours and that something that you're passionate about. It's like, then it's like you go on that self-discovery. And yeah. I think it's like, we've all been on that self-discovery and finding something that we're truly passionate about, something that really we do have fun doing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but it does take that journey for a lot of us to get to that business that really lights us up personally, not mm -hmm. just feeds the um, outside motivation. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, is you can make good money by doing businesses that don't necessarily feed your soul. Oh, you yeah. can. I have. Mm -hmm. Done it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's, that's the thing. You can absolutely... But at the end of the day, when you actually are enjoying what you're doing, what you're saying, what you're talking about, that's when your soul comes alive. That's the money when... doesn't keep you going all no. the time. Well, and I, no. I think that's the burnout we talk about, right? Mm -hmm. It's like it's so money motivated in so many ways, but it's not the money that keeps us in the business. It actually is what will fry us, a lot of those women. Because we haven't gotten back to doing what we love. We've been told this is the way to do it. This is a way to make money. And they all work. I have yet to meet a method that that's out there that hasn't worked and been be able to be duplicated or replicated at least once. And if you can replicate something at least once and somebody else have a, some success, then it's a viable system, right? So we know that. And I think what, we, what we're looking at is as we continue to develop and grow the Truth Bomb Academy and especially unlocking my millions, that's really our, our baby for us because that is the journey for women. Like when we really talk about what is the business you're in and what is it you want to do, we recognize we have to take you through the whole process, mm -hmm. right? Unlocking my millions is not just the money. It's unlocking the millions of ideas and passions mm -hmm. and sparks and love and joy and bliss that's buried inside of you. Mm -hmm. It's unlocking the millions of the universe that you've been holding onto or like pushing down. So when we named it Unlocking My Millions, at first it came across for me like it was money, but it's not right. It's about unlocking the millions of opportunities that are for you. That's unlocking the, the millions of brilliant ideas that you've been holding back on it. Mm -hmm. It's unlocking the million words that you've been wanting to say, but haven't said yet. Mm -hmm. Right. It's unlocking all of that. And to unlock that, we really had to go through and say, Hey, we can't just start you in with the business idea. This business is not just about the first idea. It's about the process that's going to take you into this business, mm. right? And Karen, we've talked about, it's like, how do we set up that initial mindset process? How do we get them to become aware of the journey they're about to embark on mm. as, as much self-discovery as it is the business they're building, mm -hmm. right? If not and, more self-discovery, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, sure. Like, holy cow, all the self-discovery. <laughs> how much self-discovery have we had this year? Oh my building God. This? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've had so much self-discovery even for ourselves, mm -hmm. right? We've gone through, I mean, we talk about, we joke about, it, it's like, okay, we started here, then we ended up here, then we kind of weaved back through here. But I think that for us was, we were always, we were testing our own theory. We were testing our own concept. Mm. It's like we, and we always talked about it. All three of us have said it. We've all slipped back into that old school way of building mm -hmm. the business. Every single one of us had had a self-check somewhere along this journey, yeah. either oh, together, wow. yeah, either together <laughs> or individually, we've constantly had to butt up and really experience for ourselves the, the, the process of rewiring mm. our business mindset. Because mm. we literally have, we've had to sit there and rewire 
or how we're thinking about our business. Yeah. Let's, yeah. So many aha moments. I mean, I remember Heidi going, oh yeah, as we're going through the playbook, teaching it. She's like, <laughs> why were we doing that? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Like we're teaching it and we're also experiencing it at the same time, right? Like that's really what life is about. You're experiencing it and teaching it. And I think that's where you get your, your aha moments and what we're doing. And we're like, oh, like we had the system in place. We were just missing that little, little dial turn. And we're like, oh, oh, that's what we can do. Right. Yeah. So because we were still following a somebody else's process and we hadn't modified it yet for women. Yeah. And that's where we keep having to go through. Even for us, we're like, okay, wait, wait, hold on. We're this. Yep. Nope. And right. Yeah. Have fun with it though. Yeah. And I watched a testimonial the other day and I had this conversation with a friend this morning and it just, I've seen this testimonial of this lady that healed herself from Lyme disease, Hashimoto's, allergies up the wazoo the whole deal i've seen it before but every time i watched one of these testimonials where somebody's healed themselves of some crazy disease it just there's always something i pick up and one of the things that she said she she said that she went on a 30-day fast because she was hoping to help reset her body about two weeks into the fast she was in so much pain she was hurting like everywhere and she was on her knees in her kitchen and she's asking herself she has like food in her hand and she's like do i break the fast am i killing myself by continuing the fast or is this hurting so much because it's helping me and she's kneeling on the floor and she starts screaming i don't know i don't know and she just kept screaming that and then when she finally let go when she finally actually let go of that I don't know feeling she said the thing that popped in her head is that you can't think your way through this process you have to feel your way through the process that that right there if I can help no one else in this world that's the thing I want you to hold on to you can't think your way through the process Mm. You have to feel it. And that's something that I've had to learn over and over and over again. That literally, like, because in in our culture, it's all about, well, what's the logical next step? How do you analyze this to death? What do you think about next? What do you, like, what do you do next? And yeah. the thing is, is that we miss, we miss, but what? how does that actually feel? We forget what it feels like in our body to feel good about something or to feel like, no, that just doesn't feel right. And I don't know how come it doesn't logically make sense. How come it doesn't feel right, but it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. And, and women call that, and women call that their intuition. That's mm-hmm. a lot of times the feeling that comes mm-hmm. up for women. Yeah. Um, it'll make mm-hmm. no, no logical sense to most of the men, how women feel about something and why their gut or their intuition is telling them that they feel a certain way that this project isn't going to work out or this person isn't the right fit, even though everything on the table says, this is the way it should logically go. And this is the way. And then there's something about a woman's intuition that reads something or feels something when a woman really accepts who she is and is given permission to bring that to the table and is able to bring that intuition and not have a question as foo-foo or you don't know what you're talking about because it doesn't line up in my linear equation. Right. I think that's the thing that we bump up against. And I think with 
what we're bringing inside the truth bomb academy we're saying it's okay to trust your intuition yeah and <clears throat> as we've been talking to the man like i had a great conversation with a businessman this weekend he even said i want to go through your training <laughs> and he goes the reason i want to go through it is i want to understand how to better help women mm. in their business and understand how they're thinking because i know it's going to make a better business world for all of us absolutely right like they I mean the conversation he goes he goes women do think differently he's like you can give women a task and if you give a group of women a task they all together will figure out how to do it to get it done in the time it needs to get done Mm -hmm. without your without you micromanaging them or telling them it has to be done a certain way like they'll get it done and they might even get it done in a way that you're like wow i never thought to do it that way Right. right and i think it's so beautiful that he said this he goes you know, women are mothers, they're workers, they're taking care of everything. He goes, the amount of things they do for all of us. He's like, what was great is like, I knew that my job was to singularly bring in money to take care of the household. I had a single focus and guys can do a single focus and just be like, okay, this is what I got to do. This is my priority. And I think we've built that into the culture. Right. Mm. And at the same time, they also recognize that women are super Mm. strong. Yeah, We're strong in the fact that we do always we, we figure it out right we're gonna figure out how who's taking care of the kids so i can go to school so i can work two jobs three jobs like women will work four jobs still figure out how to take care of the kids put food on the table make dinner get the ones into bed like they we just figure it out right and i think that's the beauty of when you when women start looking at a you don't have to figure it all out by the way feel your way through this connect back with other women lean on each other like you said karen like lean into other people's strengths Mm -hmm. so that you have a place to rest because i think so many times we don't give ourselves a place to rest Mm. and sometimes it's like oh karen will edit this out oh thank god (laughs) like i don't have to do this right you know or it's like you know where can i you know where can we lean on that's like oh i really don't want to look at the numbers for finances today oh thank god heidi's got it right because yeah. it's just another weight that I have to carry when I hold it myself. Yeah. Right. And sometimes when we lean in and we lean on, there is a, a place that we get to play. So the beauty around the Truth Bomb Academy is that we have unlocking my millions, really truth to unlocking everything that you've been holding in inside of you and giving you permission to be you. Mm. Right. We built out a whole entire process, but this process isn't just for business. It also reflects a lot of your life, to be honest. I would definitely <laughs> say that. <laughs> right? I learned a lot about how to implement this into my own life, not just into my business. Mm-hmm. Um, and then inside of that, you know, we've got this incredible academy where we continue diving into these different segments. Like we talk and we dive into this money mindset because everyone's always asking, you know, what blocks do you have? And we had an we have an incredible member in our community that actually recorded the science of getting rich, mm-hmm. and I think it's one of the most profound books that any entrepreneur should read. And the fact that it's like one of the first things we put into this academy for money is that it's important. Like we don't just randomly put stuff in here just to put it in. Like it's strategically put in because we know the difference it'll make for women specifically. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, I just love the process and the the journey that we're on and how we're really changing the conversation. Yeah. And I love how much the guys, when I talk to them, they're like, yeah, I I want to go. Through. It's so funny because we were building this for women and I have so many guys that have come up it's like, when you're ready, I'll pay for it. I have no problem paying for it, but can I go through it also? And I was like, yeah. we, and we talk about, it. we knew that at some point the men would want to get access to yeah. this. Yeah. 
I want, I want the men to get access to this because we started with the females because it truly, for me, is the lowest hanging fruits. We're the, we're all females. We know how females think. We know like, okay, this is what we need. And with men, we, I knew that when the females started to really blow up their businesses, I knew that the men would be like, well, wait a minute, what are, what are you doing? Because yeah. men are highly intuitive as well. They've also forgotten how intuitive they are. And it's all beautiful. It's so beautiful. When a logical man, like my husband, he's very logical. He's very analytical. That's just who he is. And it's beautiful to watch him feel his way through life yeah. instead of always having to have an answer for everything. He's finally just gone, I can let go that I don't know everything. I don't have to hold on so tightly to a certain like religion or whatever. And this is just the way, this is the thing. I can let go and just feel my way through life instead of having to logically try to try to make everything fit together when it doesn't always fit together. And how do I logically do that? And there's just a lot of, there's a lot of complexity to life and there's a lot of complexity to us as human beings. And mm -hmm. so starting with females, yes, the lowest hanging fruit, but I know that the men, as we start to really rev up and see all of these women just blossoming and actually creating businesses that light them up, I know the men are going to be like, wait a minute, I want to mm -hmm. enjoy my business. Yeah. How do I have fun? Yeah. in my oh, business we've heard that even from our business mentors like wait you're having fun wait you're prioritizing your life first wait i never thought of that it's like right yeah i don't know why it's not in your education you guys are just crazy people you like you just want to get a to z and you do it quickly and fast i'm like i will tell you there there could be a better way but it's not been given the opportunity to be explored by women to be honest i so. totally agree and i gotta say like um, I know someone um, in in the world that is training something similar to what we're doing, and she talks about your energy and how important it is for your energy to be in alignment, that if yep. you want to make money in any kind of business, doesn't matter if you're online, off, not offline, wherever you are, if you want to make money, your energy has got to be in alignment. Yep. And when that energy is out of alignment, that's when you're going to struggle. And that's the reason I think that we have so much, so many entrepreneurs out there, male or female, struggling to make money because they're out of alignment. They're not realizing that they're not going into their full potential. They're not living into what they're, what lights their soul up. Yeah. They're not, they're not doing their business for them. They're doing it for someone else. Yeah. They're missing out on so much alignment. So true. And with yeah. that, we're calling this episode a wrap. Mm. Because <laughs> we know that did she really say that has happened so many times throughout this conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. We know it. So we want to invite you to experience more of what we've been talking about. We have a unique opportunity for you to jump in inside of Unlocking My Millions. Uh, the offer that we put towards you is that you can either do it yourself, by all means. You can take the, the workbook that we've created or the playbook that we've created for you. We've called Unlocking My Millions. It's the business playbook for women. You can do it on your own, go through the training, you know, self-paced, or you can choose to do it with a community. And where we go live every week, 
answering questions, going through the process, really helping redesign and reimagine how women are building a business. And I can tell you right now, it's been a lot of fun. So yes, you can have fun in business. We are really saying that to all the women, Mm -hmm. have fun, have some play and give yourself permission to rest inside of here. So we look forward to seeing you inside of Unlocking My Millions. You can learn more about us at truthmommarketing.com. We would love to have you in our community going through our training and see for yourself what a difference it makes when you have women teaching women how to be women in business. Women teaching women how to be women. That was fun. Good tongue twister. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I got through that okay. Yeah, you did good. We had our coffee. Yeah, I did. I did. All right. Yeah. With that, we'll see you guys next week in our next podcast as we continue to explore the world of being a female entrepreneur and how it needs to shift and change and how our education gets delivered to us. With that, we'll see you guys soon.